This episode is going to be the last episode in the series that I recorded with Dr. Micah Woods while we were both in Augusta, Georgia at the Masters Tournament. Um, it was a fun series of episodes to record. We both enjoyed it. Um, we enjoyed coming up with the topics, and each evening after we finished our duties at the course, we'd sort of talk on the drive back to the house about what we might do that night um, from a, a topic standpoint. And and then we'd sit down and um, we'd just kind of wing it. Um, every one of those episodes was recorded in one take. So um, I don't know if that means we're good or we just didn't care um, to to spend the time editing them. But it was a lot of fun, and I hope you enjoyed it. Um, I've had some discussion with a couple different people about what the what the topics on this podcast are going to be like going forward, and I really didn't know when I started it what I might do with it. I initially started with some really short monologues, five to seven minutes. Um, did the episodes with Micah, which was a lot of fun. And I also have some ideas of just straight interviews with different people, people I've worked with, people in the turf industry. So what I imagine happening going forward is series of monologues, so five to seven minute episodes mixed in with some turf talk, maybe 15 to 20 minute episodes, and then longer form interview episodes that may be up to an hour long, but with interesting people. And that's what I think I'm going to do. Um, I don't know what the frequency is going to be like, uh, especially with the golf course opening and the season coming It can be difficult to find time to do things like this, but I do enjoy it, and I hope you have as well, so I suspect there'll be more to come in the future. Now, I hope you enjoy the last episode Mike and I recorded on location in Augusta. Greetings, everyone. We're back for another episode of the CT Turf Podcast once again, and for the final time on location in the greater Augusta, Georgia metropolitan area. Um, here with Micah once again. Um, yeah, hello from, from the greater Augusta, Richmond County oh, metropolitan Rich, area. Richmond County, that's right. That, I think that is important down here. That seems to be, it's on the water tower, so that's probably important. Um, and any any uh, quick takeaways from this week of tournament uh, preparation and um, discussion? We, we've covered a lot of ground. Both you and I have covered a lot of ground on this podcast, and then amongst our fellow um, volunteers back at the the golf course, there's been a lot of ground covered. Items such as um, whether it's proper for one to wear shorts to dinner. Uh, generally not. That was your opinion. But then um, a quick Google of dining, summer dining in Minneapolis says that, that it is pretty normal for a person to wear shorts. So, you know, I think... I, I don't know. I saw you going out to dinner that evening, and it looked like athletic wear to me. And uh, a t-shirt with jeans, I get. But a dark t-shirt with dark shorts and athletic shoes, uh, like trail running shoes with a that, zero drop. That's, you've, you, just, have, you have accurately described okay. the outfit. So. And, and so I thought that was like your pajamas, but then you had the shoes on. And then I'm like, what? You're going out to dinner? And... and I advised you that perhaps you might like to change, and you assured me that that was going to be fine. And uh, yeah, some cultural differences, which is what happens when when you work at an event like 
this and and it's a big tournament and there's people here from all over the world i i'm not sure exactly how many countries but there are i think i heard nine possibly yeah which seems at a quick count just like off the top of my head seems about right yeah and about five continents i suppose Mm -hmm. yep so it's uh you know it's just an amazing learning experience and i'm very grateful to have the chance to do this so many times and and to have a chance to learn from so many people who are doing this work for a living and and doing it really well. We I should I should also mention we also covered um handwriting the advantages of handwriting versus printing. That was another discussion topic. Yes, that... my children are learning to print. Okay. But I hope that what they learn to write when they are 4, 5, 6 years old that they can progress beyond that to writing. It, it was actually a takeaway of mine to to come away from this tournament and come back in a year's time and and be able to show some improvement in my my handwriting. One thing um, that I, I have good I, I have good printing, but handwriting is almost uh, has almost completely escaped me. Yeah, so I I recommend that because it's much more efficient. I know Chris that you like efficiency and doing things in the best possible way and continuous improvement. And I'm glad that you can appreciate criticism and take criticism well. And there's a little bit of criticism of, yeah, my children print, but I write. And if I could give some tips. That that was the sentiment. There was some criticism of the fact that I (laughs) I print. I I actually brought a small notebook with me and had it in my pocket every day. And I've, I've taken a lot of notes and... I find it useful because I have a lot of conversations and I can't remember all of them. And sometimes there's things that I need to follow up with. Sometimes there's ideas for blog posts. Sometimes it's just information that people share with me or ideas that happen. And uh, each day I've had notes and I checked in that notebook that uh, I've had in my pocket and it was written. It was in uh, cursive. So Mm -hmm. generally, except for the numbers. Right. Well, yeah, and we we also talked about how as as time goes on, you sort of forget the years kind of blur together, and you forget did that happen this year or was that this year? There were a number of events that happened in this year's um, tournament that were memorable from a everybody that was paying attention would remember, but also just things that we discussed or things that happened um, back at at the uh, the. Um, main headquarters uh turfgrass headquarters and and um you know it, it does tend to run together i mean you remember for a few years i think but then you know five years down the road if you were one's lucky to do this over year after year you, you forget about that and i suppose that's a little bit of the fun of being a part of something like this year after year after year is trying to sit back and remember did that happen this year or did that happen uh, that year, you can't always put it together, but it's a fun exercise to go through. It is. I also have that experience with Andrew McDaniel's tournament in Japan mm-hmm. at Keio Golf Club, mm-hmm. where I've been helping out there since 2013. And then we're like, which year did the typhoon come through? Which year did those trees <laughs> get blown over? Yeah. Which which year did we have, uh, you know, a 54-hole tournament? And which year did, did this green have this issue or whatever? So it's uh, when you do tournaments year after year, it's, it's, it's fun to reflect back on the previous ones. And I find it useful to have a notebook because I do have a lot of things that I learn. And we've tried to talk about that in 
the things that we've recorded this week. Mm -hmm. Maybe sometimes repeating ourselves or talking about things repetitively, but that's just how it goes. And then through that, I think we learn. And certainly I've got some ideas for things that I want to communicate about, research about, share with more people this year. And I suppose you may have some ideas that you also want to communicate, share, or try as you manage the turf. In yeah. fact, we talked about some of that today. We did. You had an interesting conversation today, and then you, you told me, hey, Micah, I'm already rethinking some of the things that I want to do this year and for some future projects. Yeah, I I have this thing that I have kind of, uh, the way I've described it is I'm always trying to prove myself wrong, which might seem like a bit of a weird thing for a person to do, but it, I guess the idea is that I always want to think that maybe what I'm doing currently it could there could potentially be something better. Almost certainly, I guess in a lot of instances there is something better. So I think when when I take the mindset of you know what I'm doing might be wrong, it might not be the right way to do what I'm doing and I want to explore different ways or better ways or continuous improvement, then I don't get locked into okay, this is it and I'm not going to listen to what yourself or you know, any, any number of the people we had the luck, the, the good fortune to communicate with this week or talk with this week, you know, that it keeps me from coming to an event like this and just being closed minded about what we're doing. I can have a conversation with somebody that maybe is 180 degrees different from what I have been doing or what I think is right. And yet I can listen to that person and say, hmm, you know, maybe that's, that's interesting. That makes me think about this in a different way. So yeah, I guess I, I've referred to that as this idea that I'm trying to prove myself wrong all the time. So I think I read that in a book somewhere, but I don't remember exactly. Well, that sounds effective. So far, so good. Um, well, this has been a wonderful week, a wonderful series of podcasts. I hope you've enjoyed. This is the first opportunity that this podcast, which is in its infancy, has had guests I suspect most of the time this is just going to be sort of uh, myself monologuing about various topics, but it was fun to have you as a guest, Micah. Spend fun to, as always, spend the week together driving to and from the course, uh, having a, some meals together, both at the course and then at the house. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, it will come to an end tomorrow. It's always amazing. We always kind of say at the beginning of the week, here we are, it's Sunday, we've got the whole week ahead of us, but in no time it'll be next Sunday and we'll be you know, parting ways again for another year. So Yeah, yeah and sure enough, that's happened again. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, no matter the weather and the amount of work or the amount of downtime or delays or or whatever, it uh, it always kind of happens like this. So it's, yeah, it's been a great week. Thank you. And I've certainly enjoyed talking with you and we've had a lot of laughs. And I think both of us, as we, we go our separate ways tomorrow and then you continue with your CT Turf Substack or newsletter, CT Turf newsletter. Yeah, I think newsletter. And I continue with what I do with Pace Turf and with ATC and the information that I share. We certainly uh, have a lot of things to a lot of things to share based on what we've talked about this week. So yeah. it's it's been a great learning experience for me just talking with you. So thank you very much. Definitely. Thanks for doing this. And uh, we ho I hope that all of you have enjoyed listening. And um, we'll be back again, uh, the two of us, like this, in the greater Augusta area, metropolitan area, maybe, maybe again one year from now. Until then, thanks for listening. 
it could be a rough summer for you to wear shorts.